made it to season two of Old Dirty Benches. Glad to see you again. This is Patty Popcorn. I was going to say Patricia Palomitas, but somebody laughed at me, so... (laughs) I'll just keep it real. Patty Popcorn. And here's JD to tell you what we actually do here. Hello, everyone. This is JD. So, if you've landed on us, this is a podcast dedicated to lighthearted, humorous discussions regarding crimes of the powerful. We will also be discussing our review of recent movies or series that have been released, and these episodes will drop every other weekend. For those of you who don't know, white-collar crime is typically orchestrated by those in occupational positions with the opportunity to commit these crimes. These crimes include insider trading, fraud, tax evasion, bribery, price fixing, and of course, corruption. We will discuss real cases, related articles, podcasts, and documentaries, movies related to the crime. Testing. I think we're good. Uh, let's hope that we're actually recording. Please. I know. I'm sorry, dude. I am trying. <laughs> I am trying my best. <laughs> like Dane Cook. <laughs> Be sobbing in the bathroom. I do my best. Uh, we're poking fun at me, JD, because um, we... Uh, did I- a whole episode <laughs> and it did not record. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Last week we were recording um, an episode to do a movie review and I was like, all right. And I went to go press stop to stop the recording and realized it was never recorded. <laughs> so that was our best work, too. Oh, um, my God. It was actually good. We must have said something that God was like, nope, too much. Too much. Even for you. <laughs> Saved. Um, so if you've, if you've landed on us, this is our podcast. <laughs> old Dirty Benches. Old. Very old. <laughs> and we are dirty. We so are there you go. Dirty. I did take a shower this morning. <laughs> Me too. I want to point that out. Woo-hoo. I meant dirty like language. Yes, correct. Uh, we are explicit. Yes, um, I do like some of the fans kind of calling attention to that. They're like, because we're classy. That makes me laugh every time. Again, it's called sarcasm. I know you young people that aren't familiar with it, but... I know. Um, I am fluent. And we're good at satire, part of our show. If you uh, have listened to our previous episodes, maybe you haven't. I don't know. You might be new. Um, But for season two, uh, we had... An upgrade on equipment. So um, my spouse got a new computer for us to use because the laptop was dying. But then we were having difficulty setting everything back up. So then he, as part of my Christmas, uh, invested in a Zoom pod track. So I've been trying to get used to it. And uh, I have no idea what I'm doing. <laughs> it's a learning curve. This whole thing is. So whatever. Fine. <laughs> so I've been watching YouTube videos <laughs> to educate myself. 
but I'm still making mistakes. Um, sometimes our sound quality is a little bit off, you know, like, I mean, it's, it's a learning process. So Exactly. Um, we're doing our best. We are. So the conversation we were having right before we started to record was our previous episode, which was on MDiddy. If you haven't listened, just stop right now. Go back to last week. Oh, no, it's two weeks now. Oh, Red it? Notice oh, yeah. came Red out Notice yesterday. Came out. Yeah. Correct. Yes, 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 yes. But this will be out in a few weeks. So now it's a few. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, find the M. Diddy one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we were at the gym and um, my This staff- is not me. I was not at the gym, nor will I ever be. <laughs> Please continue. <laughs> yes. So me and my spouse, let me clarify. Yeah. We were at the gym and um, he was on the treadmill and I was on the elliptical machine and he actually got off before I did and walked over and he was laughing <laughs> and I had to pause what I was listening to and I was like, what's up? And he was like, I was just listening to your M. Diddy episode <laughs> and M. Diddy is Martha Stewart. Um, and I was like, oh yeah. And he was like, man. That shit was funny. (laughs) (laughs) He was just like calling out some of the stuff that we had said during the episode. And he was like, I didn't know this. And oh my gosh. Like he was just. Um, Can I just say also. Yes. That I looked up how she makes her scrambled eggs. Oh, did you? Why she thinks they're so great. And it's she uses clarified butter. Oh. Which is also called. Ghee. Yes, ghee. I didn't know Very popular in Indian dishes. And so I made it, and it's fine. (laughs) (laughs) It does make it easier to scramble the eggs. It's like they're kind of slippery. Yes. But, I mean, taste, whatever. I think, um, so when you clarify butter, it kind of... take the dairy out. Yes. Mm -hmm. Which I'm all about dairy, so... Me too. Um, I didn't actually taste it. You didn't feel like you tasted it in there? Well, I mean, you know, no. I know in Indian dishes, they use a lot of ghee. Right, because I had some basmati rice with ghee. Yes. Also. Yes. Um, And then it just uh, helps for another, I guess you could say... um, pro about it is that it helps uh like when you're making your sauces and stuff um so that they're not chunky more smooth oh, right it's slippery yes yeah. correct so, and it, it's hard to burn or something yes yeah anyway i didn't know she used clarified I butter it up after we talked about it I, i'm like why does she like scrambled eggs so much <laughs> what is her trick and that is it and it. it's fine okay. i didn't think it was any better oh you know what though i, don't I know actually, what she spices it with or whatever well i appreciate the fact that you looked it up and then decided to try it <laughs> yeah man and I'm then like, I was like, hmm. all right, bougie bitch, there's nothing to this. <laughs> right. It does make it easier to scramble. It does okay. give them a different texture. Again, was my favorite? No. Okay. Well, Fine. you've heard it here first. <laughs> um, culinary tips from Patty. <laughs> <laughs> Everything I learned is from Pinterest. It's always good. Oh, my gosh. Um, okay, speaking of, uh, tips, um, (laughs) 
Learn how to press the record Pro button. Pro tip. Is this recording? Can it you is. tell right now? Uh, Yes. Okay. We're at six Whew. minutes right oh, now. Oh, gosh. I know. Six minutes of nothing. Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> so normally what we do is we like to do movie reviews but not talk about it and then come together to record the episode because then it's more like a surprise to us. Right. However, last week we had a uh, fumble on the field. <laughs> As a result, <laughs> we're not going to the playoffs. Oh well, <laughs> next year. Sorry, Tom. Not sorry. Okay. <laughs> I saw a funny TikTok that said, "When Tom, I don't know who needs to hear this, but when Tom Brady loses, we all win." And that made me laugh. <laughs> Continue. Um, I know. I was getting ready to add to that, and I was like, "Well, we've already tested it." Yes. So, so anyway, we're d- redoing the movie <laughs> review. It's hard to tell what we're doing sometimes, but I that's know. it. Uh, and it's on Queen Pins. Kristen Bell. Correct. Yep. She's Connie. Um, if you haven't seen it, you know, you may want to stop here or after we read the plot or talk about the plot, excuse mm-hmm. me, um, and give our rating. You may want to stop, go watch it, and then come back to the episode. The uh, episode previous to this one, we've actually talked about the real life the Queen Pins. Crime. Yes, that this movie scene is based of the on. crime. <laughs> <laughs> Again, I say Arizona representing out there. Whereas Washington, serial killers. <laughs> Arizona, coupon fraud. fraud. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Okay, so let's get into the plot of this thing. So, a frustrated suburban housewife, because you know how we are when we're sitting <laughs> Aren't at we home, all? <laughs> using those spatulas in the kitchen, we're, we're deviants trying to figure out how we can make some money. That's um, right. Better scramble eggs and money. <laughs> <laughs> housewife. Housewife, uh, her and her best friend hatch an illegal coupon club scheme that scams millions from corporations and delivers deals to legions of fellow coupon clippers. Hot on their trail is an unlikely duo, a hapless loss prevention officer, and a determined U.S. postal inspector, both looking to end their criminal enterprise. (laughs) You make it sound so sinister. Oh. And it is not. I know, it's not. It's, uh... It's actually a good movie. I mean, you know, entertaining. Right. Okay. Oh, shit. You know what we didn't do? We still have not figured out our middle ground yet. Oh, yeah. Damn it. I meant to talk to you before we started recording. Do you want me to pause? No. I'm just kidding. Okay. (laughs) Please do not. I can't do this thrice. (laughs) Middle ground. Wasn't Um, it going to be something like a taco or something weird like that? Popcorn, no butter. Uh, yeah, we had talked about doing, um, I think, Regal Popcorn. We had to also <laughs> mention Red Licorice. Yeah, Red Licorice. We're going to settle on that? Yeah. Okay. Because it's like, meh. It's whatever. It's yeah. not good. It's not bad. But if it's there, I'm going to eat it. Yes. I agree with that. <laughs> Although, if I have black licorice. Right. You're more of a... But that would probably be like more of a B than a C. Hmm. I don't know. It depends on my mood. But anyways. Red licorice. Mum, uh, mummy, red licorice, or a wiener schnitzel. 
I like that. I'm in. (laughs) (laughs) Totally random. (laughs) And that's like our podcast. We're random. Uh, Yeah, I agree. Yes. What do you think? Uh, Oh, what a rating? Rating. I would say it's a little bit better than a red licorice. I agree. It's kind of in between a red licorice. I'd say it's a red velvet cupcake. (laughs) (laughs) Red velvet cupcake. Hey, I like a red velvet cake with cream cheese icing Uh, on it. I'm not a fan of the cream cheese. Oh, no. And I like cream cheese. Have you been to Nothing Bunt Cakes? No. Oh, shit, dude. Never even heard of them. They have a red velvet cake with cream cheese icing on it that is the bomb. The bomb. Yes. All right. No more tangents. So, okay. I'd say it's like a B minus. I agree. B minus. This movie was... And it's so funny. I don't remember what... Is that what we said last time? I believe so. totally blocked it out. I'm like, next. (laughs) (laughs) It's entertaining. It is. We have an hour and a half. It's not that long, which, yay, I'm sick of these over two hour movies. Enough. We sit enough, people. Come on. Speed it up. Yes, and it's available um, on Paramount Plus, right? That platform? Yes. Yes. Um, For Frizzle. Well, if you got Paramount Plus or someone's password. (laughs) (laughs) And I did notice because at first I did not have access to it. It, um, I had to like pay a little fee or whatever or get the subscription to Paramount Plus. But when I went back on Xfinity later, it was available for me to watch. Like on demand. I think so, yes. Oh, cool. So um, if you do have Xfinity, I think you will be able to watch this movie. Queen so, Pins, yep. again, is the name. Queen Pins. I encourage you to go out there and watch it. It is funny. It's cute. I would watch it after you listen to the real crime episode here. Yes. That's what I would do as well. So you kind of um, get background on... Um, the real story. The real story. And then watch the fictional portrayal of the crime. Because there are a lot of similarities so yeah. uh christian bell plays connie um kirby howe baptiste Wait. oh it sounded like you said christian bell i may have Kristen bell I'm, not christian bale i mean this is like on the- i'm like was christian bale in there <laughs> <laughs> this is like on the previous episode where i said savvy <laughs> instead of savvy you could have skimmed right by that man i would not have called it out <laughs> Oh, God. Hilarious. It's Kristen Bell, everyone. (laughs) Not Christian Bale. There's something else that I say (laughs) where I feel like I'm saying it correctly, but everybody else, when they hear it, it sounds like something slightly different, like another word that's similar to it. And I can't think of it right now, but... um, That's funny. Yes. Kristen Bell. (laughs) Right. (laughs) She has really bad hair, and it's distracting. I'm oh, just going to yes. say it. The perm? Uh, it was clearly like a wig. I don't really understand That's the what benefit like to of making her look like that. I don't know, because she's supposed to be a speed-walking Olympian. And but she's supposed to be like a dowdy housewife. Yeah, dowdy housewife. just kind of gave up. Yes. Um, okay. Still does the workout regimen. She has, like, frizzy hair. Yeah, yeah. And then 
um, halfway through the movie when they start making right, more money and, then she and stuff. Glam. Yeah, she gets all glamorous and starts paying more attention to herself. Which I'm sorry, but uh, there's a lot of suburban housewives out there who are taking care of business at right, home. Who look pretty glam without running a coupon scheme. Thank you. Yes, that's yeah. what I was getting to. Um, so I hate this stupid stereotype that they keep coming up on these fucking movies to make them look like uh, like we don't they take care of up. ourselves. Yeah. Like we've just thrown I in mean, the towel. Everyone has good days and bad days. Yes. I think what it would have been better than that crappy hair style, which to me was very distracting. Maybe it wasn't to you, but to me I was just like, what is up with that hair? Just like put it up in a clip. That's what most people do. That's what I do. Or a ponytail or, a ponytail, or something like that. Like why do you have to make it look frizzy and clearly not real? I don't I understand. Don't know. I know, nitpicking. Anyways. I think she should have advocated for better hair from the beginning. <laughs> right? Like Mare advocated to look like... She looked real. Yes, I felt like it. And I like didn't it. feel bad about it. No. I related. Yeah. I did not relate to Kristen Bell. Her Sorry. hair. For the, no. Yeah, I agree with that. Because it was a distraction, too. I was like, why is her hair like that? And <laughs> then I was like... It's clearly not her hair. Yeah. Okay? No. It's definitely not. Yeah. So, um... And again, uh, this movie is inspired by true events. So in 2012, um, Arizona police, um, other investigators were involved, FBI. Uh, they did arrest three women that were in possession of millions of dollars worth of fake coupons around, I think it was $40 million worth. They had an illegal coupon scheme. Might not sound like a big deal, but. On a large scale, it can cost corporations millions of dollars, and then it can also cause them to cut jobs. So And raise prices. Correct, which we're seeing right now, not because necessarily coupon scheme, like on a nationwide basis, but shit's expensive. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so this movie was directed by Aaron, and here we go again, um, Godet, Godet, so I don't know, and okay. Gita Pulipili. <laughs> I meant to go out and search to see if I could find her pronouncing her name. Like I didn't. I ran. People, I am fucking busy. Okay. <laughs> I've left Patty speechless. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm crying. Oh my god. Continue. <laughs> You're just so like focused. I know. Sorry. <laughs> Oh okay. my god, I'm legit crying right now. <laughs> so the budget was about $7 million for this movie, which I thought was um, minimal compared to... Um, I got a tear running down my <laughs> cheek from laughing. <laughs> which I thought was minimal for some, you know, for the amounts that some of these production companies actually spend on these movies. Right. But there was no special effects or any kind there of really crazy wasn't. stunts or anything, no. so I get it. Although I was wondering, I was like, how much did they spend on that hangar that's in the movie and then the Lamborghinis All and the stuff, stuff that they had to rent? Yeah, they, but they just rented them. They didn't blow them up like yeah. some movies. Well, I feel like, I mean, I, I feel like I've uh, either watched some sort of YouTube video or read an article where, like for music videos and stuff, when they rent those cars or those stacks of money and stuff, um, like the cars, I think 
are like a hundred thousand dollars a day or some crazy crap like that. I don't know. Anyways, <laughs> digress. Yes, <laughs> I digress. Um, so her uh, Connie, her husband Rick is actually an IRS auditor. Um, he's also a dick in the movie. Uh, and I know we had talked about this previously, um, as far as like his characters go in um previous right and we think he probably is like that (laughs) we made a point to say that we're starting to think that uh joel maybe is a dick in real life no offense joel if you listen to our episode at some point i'm sure joel um please email us old dirty benches at (laughs) gmail.com and you can prove to us on a later episode that you're really not like that okay so uh Connie and Jojo get really into couponing. At one point, Connie is like out at a dumpster and she's digging through the trash to find proof of purchase. And I will say, like, I know uh, when I was still in the military and I was an airman and I wasn't making a lot of money, I was really into uh, couponing. I'd go get the Sunday paper, I'd collect my coupons, and then I'd go out shopping. I don't think that I would have ever found myself digging through the trash for uh, empty containers so that I can find proof of purchase for something. Definitely, that's a no for me. Yeah, I'm, and especially right now during a pandemic, I more than likely would not find myself doing that. But for her, these receipts and these savings that she gets is kind of like a trophy. Like she gets uh, exhilarated. Um, and excited when she's able to go to the store and get these items for next to nothing, which is actually a real thing psychologically. Um, there's people that study uh, consumers' reactions when they go out to these stores and they get all these savings. So in the movie, Connie gets upset about some Wheaties that she purchases, which uh, Wheaties are not that great a cereal to begin Oops. with. Uh-oh. Sorry. <laughs> They're not. They already taste stale. <laughs> I hate Wheaties. <clears throat> I said, I'm not going to say that the whole episode. I said previously. <laughs> uh, I'm more of a Tony the Tiger. <laughs> Wheaties don't have sugar, so I know. I'm sure they're very um, healthy, but they are lots of fiber. Um, I'm more of a raisin bran chick, to be honest. Which is like Wheaties, but with raisins. With raisins. So you got a little bit of sugar with the raisins. Yeah. Um, and They're, extra fiber. Raisin bran is definitely way better. And as I get older, I've noticed that I need more help pooping. So. <laughs> <laughs> I will get you a squatty potty. <laughs> we had a conversation, squatty potties. Uh, we had a conversation with our kids about that. And um, I believe at least two of our adult kids either have a squatty potty or advocate for squatty potties. Really? Yes. So um, (laughs) we don't have one, but I know based off studies that they've done. uh, That it helps you poop? That it does because your legs are elevated. And I think the way that those muscles in your bum are positioned (laughs) Help for you to shat easy. All right, I'm gonna have to get one. That's it. So I I encourage people to go out and at least try <laughs> it. Potty potty tangent. I don't know if you have a step stool, take it to your bathroom next time. You got to do a number two. Put two-sies. your feet on there. Put your feet on there and see if it helps. 
Okay. Just saying. Okay, moving back to the... (laughs) (laughs) We've just given up. (laughs) Okay, so she gets gets really upset about the Wheaties box and the cereal being stale. So she writes a company. They actually send her a coupon for a free box of their cereal. She takes it to the local store where she shops. The clerk at the store tells her that the company sends coupons when people complain about their product. So this is where she gets the idea it's from. A light bulb moment. Yes, light bulb. Uh, so she actually goes home and writes a bunch of letters to different companies, and they all send her coupons. That's when she tells JoJo about a plan she has. And at first, JoJo's like, I don't know about this. And Connie's like, no, it's going to work. And she talks her into it. So, what do they do? What everyone would do, they drive to Mexico. (laughs) To the coupon factory. They go to Chihuahua, Mexico. (laughs) Chihuahua. Chihuahua. And uh, they talk to a couple who works at the factory where the coupons are made. And they're not making a lot of money. Um, you know, I, I believe she's pregnant, too, the wife, right? Yep. Newly. Newly, yep. Um, so this whole scheme, this plot appeals to them. And they agree to deliver the extra coupons that the factory would normally get rid of so that Connie and JoJo can then sell them and mail them out to customers. So... That's a federal dun, dun, crime. Dun, right. You don't want to be doing that. Don't do that shit, Nothing people. through the mail. No. Um, and I know we've talked about this previously, but I, w- I would never do this. Um, I mean, I I just don't have the skill set to be a criminal, period. But Yeah, it, we've talked about that many times. Like, I don't... First of all, I would never think it up. I wouldn't know. I would never think to do this ever. No. No. <laughs> Um, and then they, of course, create their website where they're selling these coupons to people. And I don't know what the, it's probably some sort of membership that you pay and then you select the coupons you want. So they don't really go too much into that. But, um, Ken Miller, uh, who's actually, uh, played by Paul Walter Hauser. And by the way, I don't think Paul gets enough credit for his yeah, acting skills. Yeah, he's a skills. good actor. He's um, great. And I really like it when I see him in more and more movies because he's just talented. Mm-hmm. But he's actually the loss prevention manager. Um, he has some hilarious lines mm-hmm. in this movie. Uh, he catches the two friends scamming the stores. And the store managers start calling to report their losses to him as well as to the manufacturers. And then he traces the coupon back to a credit card belonging to a house mom. And she talks about a website that she got them from, which was Savvy, not Savvy. (laughs) (laughs) Super saver website. Um, So Connie and Jojo at some point, they realize that they kind of need some help because they're making a lot of money off of uh, their scheme. So they actually contact a hacker. Um, that had stolen JoJo's identity. That had stolen JoJo's identity, um, BB Rexa, who is uh, 
Very beautiful girl. Very, extremely beautiful and was hilarious in this movie, even though we only see her like two times. Yeah. Um, so she helps them basically uh, sure up the back end of their website and helps distribute the money amongst different accounts and right, creates them. the money. Yep. Helps create them uh, aliases so that they can use those. And they make over, I think it's $5 million in six months. So they don't understand that because of the work that this hacker's done, they don't need to worry about laundering the money because right. it's... She had told them, you can't spend any of it for six months. Yes, because it'll attract attention. So they're attention. just waiting for six months. Mm-hmm. But they still think they need to launder the money to clean right. it. So they go out and buy all this shit. Which includes um, a plane, Lamborghinis, some guns, a whole <laughs> bunch of crazy shit, a motorhome, and my personal favorite, sperm. <laughs> <laughs> Which was a funny tidbit in the movie. So at some point, um, Ken contacts Simon, who's played by Vince Vaughn, who works for the Postal Service as an investigator. Because he had originally reached out to FBI, and the FBI is like, we're not taking this case. We don't care. Yes. But we'll pass it to the Postal Service. <laughs> so it was pretty funny. Um, Vince Vaughn's character and uh, Paul's character, Ken, their interplay with each other because uh, Ken really wants to be a detective. Right. And uh, he's a wannabe law enforcement person. Yes. Yes. Kind of Barney Fifish. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and he tries to talk Simon into uh, making him one of deputizing him. Yeah, like deputizing him as an investigator. And at one point, he actually tells him to put his hand on his badge and then has him start to take an oath that's complete bullshit. <laughs> He's like, I can't deputize you. I don't have the power to do that. <laughs> and he got all mad. <laughs> yeah. That was funny. They were they had good chemistry. Yes, they did. Uh they were funny on the movie as well as like um Connie and Jojo. Yeah. I had I thought they had They good. were believable as friends. Yes. I really liked them. Um they were funny. Um so Connie at one point also like I had mentioned, she spends money on getting inseminated because she's trying to get pregnant with their husband, but they're having a lot of trouble. So, and the husbands aren't really into it. No, and he's a big jerk as we already said. Yes. And, um, I'm pointing out this scene because I thought it was funny how she's with Jojo in the doctor's office and he's getting ready to inseminate her. And he says, do you think that you should talk to your husband <laughs> Before we do this, <laughs> and they say, no. it's her body. F, yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. They should have said, her body, her choice. Yes. Um, I'm glad they didn't. I know. Uh, so I thought them throwing that in there. Girl power. Yeah, girl power. I thought that was pretty awesome. <laughs> so I wanted to point it out. And he was a jerk, as we already said. Yes. And and he was a jerk. I mean, Joel, come on, man. Can you play a different <laughs> character where you're not Can such you an asshole? Can you play like a nice guy? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, even when Connie tries to call him at one point, and she's like, if money were no object, what would you do? Or what would you spend it on? 
And he's like, you're bothering me. I'm working. You know, that sort of. Yeah. I was like, oh, God, you're a fucking asshole. Okay. Anyways, there's also another interesting character, which is the postman Earl, who has a crush on JoJo in the He's movie. Cute. Yeah, he was super cute. And then um, his crush on JoJo throughout the whole movie was uh, also very cute. He tries to cover for her at one point because um, Ken and uh, Vince Vaughn Simon are starting to figure out that it's Connie and JoJo. Like they're narrowing it down. Yes. And they actually go to the post office and start interviewing the different staff. The postal workers. Yep. Like asking if they've noticed anything that stood out to them. And that's when he starts piecing it together that it's actually JoJo. (laughs) Right. Plus he watches her YouTube channel where she talks about it. Yes. Yes. The savvy super. (laughs) (laughs) Savvy super whatever. Spreaders. I don't know. What was it? (laughs) Spreaders? (laughs) Super spreader. Savvy super spreader. It's kind of like our spouses having crushes on us and then listening to our podcast. Exactly. 100%. Um. So he actually sends her, JoJo, a secret message trying to let her know that she's been had. Right. You need to get- Through her mother. Yes. Mistake number one. Yeah. He's like, get out of town. But she doesn't see it until the last minute, unfortunately. And then um, one of my favorite scenes in this movie is when Ken, Paul Hauser, uh, they're surveilling- um, Connie and JoJo. Yes, and he starts to get nervous because they're starting to realize that they're getting closer to probably arresting them. And he farts in the car, and Vince Vaughn is so disgusted. He's like, get out. <laughs> and Ken is like, "I'm sorry, I'm nervous. <laughs> this is like my beach at Normandy." <laughs> Which was hilarious to me. But uh, they end up deciding, okay, we're ready to go in and bust them. We've got enough evidence. So they bring in, like, SWAT, all, like, this artillery and stuff. Because they know that they've purchased guns. And you know how those suburban housewives are. They're totally erratic. They're not going to go down without a fight. Exactly. A bloodbath. Unpredictable, (laughs) savvy criminals. Did you see what I did there? (laughs) Not savvy. They're savvy. <laughs> so uh, they end up coming in and arresting them. And um, Earl bells Jojo out of jail, which I thought was amazing. Love. Yeah, he's totally in love. And they are charged for defrauding companies out of $40 million, which is similar to the real queen pins. Yeah. Connie refuses to uh, roll um, and basically say anything about JoJo. She's like, I'm going to take the hit because it was my idea. So uh, Connie gets 11 months in jail. JoJo gets probation. And um, her mom makes this statement during the movie. This is like the first time a black woman gets a lesser sentence than a white white girl. (laughs) True. Which was really true. I was glad that they had made that point during the movie. But um, once they get released and they're cleared of their sentence, they actually have some money left over that they hid from the feds. (laughs) 
they decide to go overseas to make coupons at Montenegro. And at this point, Connie's pregnant. Yeah. So that's it. Kind of ends like on kind a good of a note. Happy ending. Yeah. In a weird way. And you're kind of like rooting for them, sort of, even though they are committing more crime. <laughs> we don't advocate for that. In a different that. country, though, so we're fine with that. <laughs> I mean, that's where a lot of people go to hide their money and and do crime, right? Montenegro. Yes. I did not know this. Yeah. I think that's, like, one of the places considered offshore. Okay. You know what I mean? So, um... Like the Caymans? Yeah, sort of like the Caymans and some of those other areas. Uh, One thing that I did see on social media was people were like, oh, they were kind of, like, romanticizing what really happened and um, making it so that Connie and JoJo were likable. I was like, it's a fucking movie. Right. A. And B. I mean, come on. But they aren't, like, lifetime criminals. No. I get it. It's, you know, the real... And I think probably you can't cast someone like Kristen Bell... And not want that character to be like, oh, yeah, I'm sorry. That's who she is. She's a very likable character, whatever she's in. Yes. And same with Jojo. Correct. So that's not the way they were spinning it. They weren't spinning them as villains. They were spinning them as like, as like a housewife that fell into something that they wouldn't normally. And I feel like that's how it was in reality. Yes. I mean, if you listen to our previous episode where we covered. <laughs> and- I thought you meant the one that we didn't record. Oh, no. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> it was great. <laughs> this is just a drop in the bucket I know. of greatness. It, the first time around, fans. Um, <laughs> fam. Fam. <laughs> It was a lot funnier, okay? <laughs> no. <laughs> no way, I didn't cry in the first one. Oh, God. Um, no, where we talked about the actual women who pulled off this whole scheme. Uh, I don't know if you've listened to that one. Um, it might be worth going back and listening to the white collar crime that we did. Because uh, they had no criminal history. Yeah, they had absolutely no criminal history. They were like... Basically, your neighbor that you live next to, and they managed to come up with this whole scheme to make money. So, you know, it's a lot of times, even though they're calling them criminal masterminds, it's ordinary people that have somehow taken this opportunity and worked it out in their head and turned it into a crime. So... I don't know. I mean, the movie was made for laughs and entertainment. It wasn't necessarily made to be like... a documentary where they need to go fact for fact Uh, that's why it's called fiction fuckers okay and sometimes people are likable but they don't do great things yeah sorry that's being human correct so that's stupid anyway everyone can have their opinion for now like in bitty right (laughs) right people correct okay perfect example thank you i appreciate that (laughs) you're welcome (laughs) Um, anyway, it's a cute movie. It it's is funny. Cute. It has, uh, you know, like it, if you got a couple hours to kill, it's worth watching. Yes, I would say definitely watch it um, because you'll probably end up liking it. 
It's relatable. They're, the characters are funny. Um, and then it is based on a true story. So, And it's got like a good girls vibe. Yeah. If you like that show. And I mean, and who doesn't like Chihuahua, Mexico? <laughs> you know what I'm saying, people? Okay. Chihuahua. Chihuahua. I just like saying it. I know. <laughs> it's me too. I have one. A Chihuahua. Oh, yes, you do. With an attitude. I know, man. Just like me. He's a cutie pie, though. <laughs> Romeo. Aren't thou Romeo? Oh, boy. I know. I need to write him a poem. Valentine's Day is coming up. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. That's hilarious. So that basically concludes our movie (laughs) review. That's it. The end. I know. Um, Again, if there is a movie that you would like us to uh, watch and review. Right, we're still throwing it out there. Like, if you know movies that don't get a lot of love that you think are great yes send them over we'll be watching them yeah i mean there's no guarantee that we're gonna have like the same perspective or opinion that you might have on the movie but hopefully we will make it we'll look at it in a whole different light (laughs) folks hopefully we will make it entertaining (laughs) and like our old co-worker i still don't get it Which, uh, that movie, psychologically, is a little bit... The movie was Us. Yes, Us, um, that we're referring to. Uh, Psychologically was different and tapped into some different perspectives. Yep, it was hard to understand. It's a thinker. It's definitely a thinker, so... Jordan Peele. Yep, Jordan Peele. He has another one coming out, doesn't he? Does he? I think so. Oh, I didn't see There's that. There's another one coming out. He's, Not- an, he's an amazing director. <sighs> he is. He's very uh, cerebral. Yes. Who knew? Out of the box type of thinker. And um, we need to support more minorities to move into yeah, that industry. Yeah, there's a new movie so. that he made called Nope. Oh, okay. Wait, is that right? <laughs> I don't have my glasses on, so. Don't ask that me. That might be a lie. Oh, maybe he's no, just saying nope. Date. Yeah. Why can't I see? When will nope be released? Again, the podcast is called. Oh, July. Oh, really? Yeah. I wonder if they're going to push it back, though, because of the pandemic. COVID. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. Um, At some point, we have another Jordan Peele, and it's very secretive. He's like the new M. Night. You think so? In his secretivity. Yeah. And the way he releases stuff or his projects. Well, they don't. I mean, it doesn't even tell you what it is at all. Okay. I'm in. It's called Nope. (laughs) Nope. (laughs) Nope. It doesn't say what it's about at all. Um, yeah, we'll it's have to... It's just a horror movie by Jordan Uh-oh. Peele. It's going to be another horror movie? Yeah. That should be interesting. There should be social context to of it. Of course. I cannot wait. Uh, yeah, hit us up. Um, email us, oldDirtyBenches at gmail.com. We're also on Twitter, Instagram. We're on all that yep, Facebook. Stuff. And I apologize in advance, people. I have not been able to get on there as much as possible. <laughs> And I'm too old to do it. So <laughs> I've been extremely busy. But that's busy. good because then you don't like overdo it. Yeah. There's some people that are just always constantly on there yelling and you're in like, the void. Enough, be quiet. Enough. Yeah. Yeah. How about we all do less? People do less. Do less. I know, right? Mm-hmm. 
So hit us up. Um, we appreciate the comments. Um, I'm still looking to see if Lauren Michaels is going to leave us a review. <laughs> I know he will. I know. I know it. <laughs> Fingers. I heard that Lauren Michaels says there's only 900 funny people on the planet, and I'm happy to say I'm one of them. <laughs> so I would agree with that. <laughs> we should hit him up. So, um, all right. We will discuss our next movie. And then hopefully um, you will be sticking around to listen to that review. Right. Check back. We will check y'all out later. Have a good one. Bye, everyone. Bye.